0: Hey, this is The Mild Adventures of Fred Stoller. I'm Fred Stoller. I'm not starting with the silly theme thing with my mother because we're continuing. Part two, Norm MacDonald called up. We already had Felipe Esparza, Amber Tozer, of course, and Norm is just cracking us up with crazy stories, people we knew from stand-up, just everything. So if if you didn't listen to part one maybe go back to that if you love all things norm as this is all things comedy podcast so uh we're just continuing it thank you
1: uh, <laughs> oh keith rays is on the line
0: <laughs> no way
1: yeah i bet he's listening
0: what well, how's he listening understand. this hasn't Jeez. been released yet
1: yeah. <laughs> not much man i'm on uh fred's uh, podcast can you call in are you okay? no i'm on no I'm on his podcast, but can you right now
0: how does Keith know we're doing a podcast? Did you put it up
1: mm. can, you, can
0: you call in <laughs> wait a minute uh, how did how does Keith know you were on the podcast I think it was
1: just i think it was just a lucky accident
0: oh so he calls you so so uh Norm, i I want to come clean about something
2: yeah okay. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Hi. This is, is Keith Reza.
0: Keith, how did you know uh, Norm was calling my podcast? Or you just call him alone? Oh, I,
2: I just called Norm to wish him uh, happy birthday because it's
0: tomorrow, and he told me to call you guys. Wow. <coughs> <coughs> happy birthday. Wow, so you call Norm, not just text him? This is... Wow, you're, you're in good company. Thank you for coming to my book it, event, uh, Keith. Oh, yeah,
2: that was... That it's fun. My friend Megan really thought the book was hilarious.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, well, I tweeted the thing you asked me to retweet.
2: Oh, for the Autism and Modernist show with Tom Green on Wednesday, yeah. Oh, this is going thank to get God. a lot of people
0: in, especially, uh, you know. So um, <coughs> anything you want to say, Keith? Oh,
2: no. I was just calling because Norm said call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what Norm does... You. Yeah, what? I
2: call you on your birthday, too, Fred.
0: How do you know when my birthday is?
2: Oh, you could just Google it, right?
0: Yeah, that's what women do, and then they dump me when they see my age. And um, (laughs) so you, uh, now we talked about, you have, um, you said you have no empathy, huh? No
2: empathy? I think I do, but they say people with Asperger's don't have empathy.
0: And you have Asperger's. Uh, yeah, I have If you if you prove you have empathy, can you get the uh, the uh, label, the uh, diagnosis rescinded? Uh,
2: no, because Asperger's there's like many different kinds of it of the spectrum. So I just because you know some people have have lack of empathy doesn't mean that they don't
0: have empathy. Huh?
2: So,
0: well, what you can have lack of empathy but still have empathy.
2: Yeah, like, you could have, you could either have empathy for other people, uh-huh. or you could have lack of empathy, but that doesn't mean you <laughs> don't have answers or not. It's just a, it's just a sign. That, but when I know,
0: met you, you said your example was, your friend said he could hurt his ankle and you wouldn't care.
2: Uh, a friend could what?
0: Didn't your friend said he once hurt his ankle and you didn't care?
2: Maybe, I didn't really care if a friend could. Like if a friend gets hurt, if I'm really close with them, I care. But it's like if it's just some dude, it's like
0: whatever. It's, and it's always about ankles. Um, Norm's trying to call in again. Amber, do you have to go? Because <laughs> I have to go soon. Okay, but we'll keep. We'll. This is yeah. very special because I have. Yeah. A, I have to uh, confess to Norm about something. I,
1: I gotta take this. Bye.
0: Yeah. Hey right, man. Um, What's up, Norm? I, I have a. I have something I want to come clean about.
1: What's
0: up, with
3: you? Norm? As burgers. As burgers.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should open with that. As, a face. Face.
3: <laughs> as
0: burgers after every joke.
3: <laughs> so I was walking down the street. As burgers. burgers. <laughs> My mom died. Oh, yeah. As burgers.
0: <laughs> hey, I don't give a shit about other people. As, as burgers. burgers. <laughs> now, as burger, Keith, do you find Donald Trump is like a gift comedically?
1: <laughs> Are you saying that ironically? The comedians always say
0: that. You know what Norm always stu- does? What's that? <laughs> Is that Norm or Keith? me. <laughs> Norm. Yeah. Well, okay. Probably, probably Don't ringing. worry about Keith.
2: <laughs> Do you hear ringing?
0: Yeah. Uh, Hello. <laughs> oh my
2: god.
0: <laughs> well, Norm, happy birthday. All right, I want a quick Norm confession, okay? because yeah. I'm a big man. In my book, I said you used to throw rackets and curse, and I have to say I did too. I left that out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so you get very emotional playing.
0: But. I, wanted, I I think it's Amber, and I'm not just doing this to include Amber. Yeah, uh, it's my right. self-hatred. I used to curse and throw rackets because I hated myself of being a loser and missing shots and stuff. But One
1: time I remember playing, Maybe I don't know maybe you were there, but I, I was playing... Like right after showtime, and then everyone left to go to the show. And I, was, I don't know who I was playing with, but it was that uh, tennis club that was right beside. No, no, that
0: was right before showtime. Me, you, and Artie yeah. were playing tennis, and I yeah, said, "Norm, exactly ge-
1: before showtime,
0: we're getting sweated up. We're about to do your show." You go, I don't give a shit. And I went, yeah. "Norm does, doesn't care. It's his own left show." Early
1: to the huh? show, and then when I went. The guy wasn't going to let me in. And I'm like, no, I'm, I have a show. And
0: he's like, no, you don't. What's your ID? I'm like, no. You were more into playing tennis. <laughs> the show had already
1: been on two years. I'm like, there's a show called The Norm Show. It's right between ER and Friends. You can find it,
0: you know. It was, you remember that basketball with George Clooney playing with Urkel? It was like on the Warner Brothers lot, those yes, basketball and, games. Uh,
1: um Rob Lowe, and uh, yeah, they were really good basketball. Like, all the handsome guys were big and athletic also, like
0: they're really good David Arquette would play but I remember when so when we would play tennis um, yeah I would throw the racket a lot and um, I'd get very frustrated one time I got yeah, mad I at don't
1: think t- they liked us because it was a very high tone tennis club I don't think we even wore whites or anything so I think we'd be in jeans sometimes and
0: Oh, yeah. Remember Craig Ferguson or Craig Kilburn? One of them, I forgot which one, was going, Hey, look at Fred playing in jeans. Remember we bumped into him? <laughs> at, you know, hey. I,
1: not, I, remember, I remember Craig Kilborn at, at, um, at the other.
0: Yes, sport, he, yeah. and I was playing in jeans. He goes, Hey, great pants. You know, doing that Craig yeah, Ferguson yeah. thing. He was
1: with a, a beautiful girl. Yeah, I remember
0: that. He was like a, he was like a Ted Baxter kind of guy. <laughs>
1: But of course, I remember Am, Am
0: alone
4: kind
0: of. yeah, so uh, Felipe and Amber and Mike, I like to include people, and, uh, mm, there used to be these Sunday tournaments where this guy named um, I forgot what is Stuart <laughs> would you have these like different divisions, and he would take all the money, and whoever wins in a division gets to uh, get a lesson from him, so I won, and he just had me like doing push ups and running around,
1: running from spot to spot full speed, yes, and There's that was why what I won. to serve or to <laughs> right.
0: Right, right. Well, I think Kenny Kramer is going to reopen the case because he's going to prove. Oh no! No, I'm just kidding. He tried to reopen. Did, did he win that uh, I'm just making a joke, but because no, uh, he could prove that I lied about I didn't. Is that Keith? Yes, yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't come did for forward... another
1: idea for you to do Asperger's after every joke. No, I got disconnected and then I got called back on. Oh, well, do you, you guys got to tell him your idea, man.
0: <laughs> do you know what Felipe Esparza is, Keith? I do. What's up?
1: I don't know him
2: personally, but I know him.
3: He thought That's after each joke to go, Asperger's. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that comedian hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> but say Asperger. <laughs> 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 so, no, what do we... So tell him again what's it called? SoundCloud. He, he sound Exchange is where every comedian can look for their money uh, from every time they played your album on a radio station to promote your show. Every time they put your your comedy on on um, Sirius, Sound Exchange looks for your bits and they give you a list of when they played it, what time they played it, what bits were bought, and all that stuff. So Norm's got a lot of money coming. Do to Do they him. chase
4: well, they the money for like you?
3: Yes, and, they uh, do. They do. Wow.
1: And uh, also, uh, Felipe is a great person for getting the word out. Know,
0: my favorite line when you were judging last comic standing, it was this guy that killed and he went, he, he, that was material free. <laughs> because he killed, that was material free. It was just a guy just being attractive and jumping, a, a Latino guy. Just I
1: remember that guy, yeah, yeah, he's super charming and happy. <laughs> but he killed?
0: He killed, but there was I'm no sure material, he just was charming. Well, it's
1: and like, It's like that uh, new show, like, with uh, Neil Patrick Harris, it's called, like, the most fun, and like, it's ever, it's not funny, it's fun, like, yeah, fun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so they've, they've, they've just stripped all the pretense out of it and gone, the fun show. <laughs>
0: Uh, are you going to go on that I thing? Mean,
1: there used to be shows in the 50s where actors would do charades with each other. You know, and now they made a big comeback, this idea
0: of... How about Jane Lynch?
1: Of watching famous people have have fun with each other. Yeah,
0: oh, Jane Lynch. And those uh, games people play. The yeah. uh,
1: and, then, and then comedic personalities just proving they're horribly unfunny. Like, they should never... <laughs> You know, Jason Alexander would never make a performance outside of Seinfeld. I mean, that considered you know, a comedic genius, you know? I mean, like as, soon as he shows up on a talk show he's like
0: that. Oh, now, now, let me let me ask you: When you say that, Norm, you know, it's interesting. When I was in the comedy boom of the '80s, when there was a million comedy clubs, they didn't have what they have now: comedic actors just going on stage and going, hey, you remember? And they they, did sing songs, some sketch shows they were in. They're not
3: stand-ups, but they go, hey, remember when I was on news radio? Hey, and they applaud. I know, you never saw Isaac from the Love Boat hosting BET or anything like that. No, but... (laughs) Did he, really? Never. Yeah, that's a good point. In the 70s, uh, the 80s, Isaac would have done
0: clubs, go, hey, let's do it together. Hey, love boat. Mm -hmm. And remember this episode?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, I I, I don't like that, personally, because, like, me and you are like trained comics. I don't like to see when a person takes work from trained comics that are just... Comedic personalities. uh, my, My act calls... Pre, you know, pre- presentational acts or what, what? What would you call it? Like, uh, you know, when you go to see a donkey that you saw on TV, <laughs> you know? like, a donkey. So it'll, they're just going to see the person. They don't care. Well, what he does, this, they just want to take a picture with him after
3: the show. I know, like, when people, like people, are like when they when they book these meme sensations that are so funny for fifteen seconds, <laughs> yeah. now they have to do forty five minutes. Wait, like the well, guys in the that,
1: first in the first stand-up boom, I remember the only guy that everyone
3: David Allen uh, Greer
1: as. Well, him too, yeah. But was no it was Mark Price.
0: <laughs> yes, he he I remember when he uh I
1: think he was I think he actually was a stand I'm not sure, but he, Mark
0: Price in in a Nirvana video? No, he was Skippy on Family <laughs> Ties, oh. and I remember he had the MC say, "He's only 25." so then when I went up I had had the MC say he's only 35 I was only 35 at the time like uh, so he would just go hey me and Mallory May would you like to see me and Mallory get it on but then 35 years later he's still doing it actually the job we did together Felipe the guy who picked me up at the airport said they had Mark Price and they had Todd Bridges the week before together so Todd probably goes true TV tour yeah so Todd Bridges does stand up and he Probably gets up there. Who'd think I was the only survivor guy of the, uh, you know, of uh, the facts of life? Hey, you—you you didn't think you'd see me here? Probably it's all jokes like that, right? As well, murder.
1: there were guys. I guess it's not unreasonable to expect it, you know. But like, I always just thought of myself as a stand-up comedian. But then when I go on the road, they'd yell up stuff from SNL, you know, because you know, not unfairly, that's what they came. For. To see, I, I don't know what they thought I'd do in the news or
0: something. <laughs> uh, just, you know, they just scream other, out other
1: guys from SNL that are actually comedians, just tell long stories about
0: when they were at SNL? Well, they recreate. Right. But I'm sure Chris yeah. Cretan just does like remember when I did Wino or whatever Jimbo, and he does it. You know.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen Chris, but I know he. Yeah, he started a. a uh, an act from scratch because he used to go out with like four other comedians and, you know uh, like real stand-ups and he would just end the show you know I, I never saw it though
0: but uh, I mean even great people I
1: imagine, he'd, I imagine he'd be very funny on stage with his physical stuff you know there was a guy on uh, Last Comic Standing who was physical and I remember not I get outvoted but I really liked the guy I don't know if you guys know I did
0: see him the big nose he fell down like Peter yeah, Potowski like,
1: super like Kramer stuff. And, uh, and the other two judges were like, nah, he's not a straight stand-up. And I was like, God, I'm tired of straight stand-ups. I've just seen an 80 of them in a row, you know? Like, why don't we push this guy through? Because it was so surprising. He wears a suit, you know, a full-button suit. And then he does like insane Jim Carrey kind of physical comedy. But anyways, whoever he is, I liked him. I can't remember
0: his name, unfortunately. No, I, I did see some of them, yeah.
1: I would plug, I'd give him a plug.
0: You'd give him a plug? You, you gave David Spade, I saw a plug of his book on a tweet, right, Keith? I, yeah, I it.
2: his book's funny. Did? I, I did an event. Hey, and, you, you read his book also?
0: No, I saw your tweet. I did my event, and Keith Reznor and his friend were the only one that came in Orange <laughs> County. Uh, <we laughs>
1: I, I did tell um, um, you sent me a tweet oh. that was in fury. It
0: sounded like it was in uh, fury. Oh, it's just so depressing. You go there and it's going. Oh my god, whatever. But it's it's as they say, it's it's all. Hey, hey, Norm, thanks for talking about football. What's that from?
1: <laughs>
0: what? Hey, thanks a lot for talking about football.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that was the funniest. How do you remember that? <laughs> I just
0: remember things. You, you he laughed at.
1: Uh, uh, no, yeah, that was. Uh, I think it may have been Rich Eisen. It was no, I can't remember the guy's name. It was the other guy on Sports Center? Yeah, he had the first interview with OJ Simpson, and he just asked about the murder for thirty minutes. And then O.J. at the end sarcastically said, "Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for talking about football."
4: not <laughs> <laughs> <You have laughs> the about whole murder. conversation
1: with people. What a great running back you are, Norm. <laughs> how, <laughs> how come, come you're not tweeting them? football this year? Um, I I don't know. You know, people get angry at me, so I. uh I stopped for a while, usually. I think my tweeting is sort
0: of OCD. I started doing it in real time with sporting events, and then I couldn't stop. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys have OCD stuff? Yeah. Felipe, is this fun talking to Norm? Are you mad? Yeah. Um, Yes, I have OCD. I have stuff with, uh, yeah, looking at envelopes, and and having I've, I've reopened envelopes thinking I didn't sign it or I have to do it three times. I've done things like that, yes. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. When I'm on the road... It takes me so long to leave the room because I'm always when I'm leave, go, going to the airport, you know, and uh, you know I sometimes I try to get the other comic to double check it. And I'm just so uh, f- fearful that I've left something behind, even though I have so little to to leave behind.
0: I'll let you leave. Behind. Are you
1: guys always on the road, uh, Felipe and T- Tanya? Is that her name?
0: Sheila Amber just left. I was just in the Amber left. Yes. Yeah. She's she she, Amber Alert.
3: She she <laughs> she. This Amber is a special thing. Me, are
1: you always on the road?
3: Yes, oh, I was okay. just at the. I was at the Denver Comedy Works in Denver last oh, week. Oh yeah,
1: that's a great club. Do right? you love it there?
3: Yes, the. Now, oh, are man. you at
1: the downtown one or are you? The downtown
3: the one? one with the new comedy condo.
1: Oh, I did. They you put you in condos. At, uh, you know they have a Montana Ted's there.
3: Yes, they have the a, brand new comedy condo. It's like a, a loft, to like twenty eight hundred square feet. I remember this when is I
1: for the, for the downtown one? Yes. Oh, so they have condos for both
3: now. Yeah.
0: I remember when I stayed in the comedy condo back in when they were answering machines. You stayed well, in, these so,
1: aren't like these aren't like the old
0: condo, Oh, I see. Though. I stayed so in this guy's they? place in Philly in his apartment and you th- 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 the phone would ring, "Welcome to Bananas. Please leave your reservation, <laughs> you know, everything. Leave it for two. Jerry party at 3, you know, all, I'm trying to sleep all day that the phone is ah. ringing."
1: Right, so,
0: so the uh, the answer machine because you stay at
3: the guy's house. And, oh, you did that. Well, no, he had a room, but yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah I, uh, Tucson was a place that it laughs comedy, comedy cafe where you stood there and the other comic, the headliner, was still there. Yes, yes, I did. I did this one where you know I'm in a comedy uh, ass burger.
0: I, I, I'm in, you know, I'm in the room and uh, and then I, I remember I, I wanted to get get up and uh, watch TV, so I go in the living room. They had the comedian from the week before still sleeping on the couch, and I said, "You gotta well, I, get him out." of I here. I
1: remember a couple of times uh, being at a condo and a, a girl would show up at the door, <laughs> and you have to tell her that. You know, Chuck had left Chuck <laughs> could live there just there last week. It should be sad, you know, <laughs> or some guys would try to get the girl you
0: know? you know i I was supposed to open for you, norm um that would have been fun in what what texas city oh
1: in austin austin texas
0: you, you know when i when when i uh, yes i when I was doing stand up the first time, i wouldn't do well, and you'd always get some guy. You know, apologizing, going, "This is Hicks. This is Sacramento. I get you." You know, or <laughs> they'd go, "These are Texans. They're idiots. I got you." But I'm then, sorry,
3: it's Modesto. But
0: then it was places like Boston or San Francisco. I go, "All right, you can't apologize." You know, <laughs> you know, for this, th- these idiot hayseeds. You know, <laughs> you know, but you know, you ever have the one person that goes, "I got you." Th- these guys are idiots. You know, I like you. Felipe sells merch after shows, and uh, and uh, he does well. I remember I was trying to sell my book at Flappers after a show, and the other yeah. comic was getting mad, like we're at a flea market, like pushing me off, like elbowing me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I got my fucking merch. shirts, I'm the headliner. Move your book. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is, is pathetic. Um, I, I shouldn't say, but I have a, a Flappers story where yeah. I'm doing it for free, and... Um, and then there was a, a bad night, you know, it wasn't me. So then the the, the uh, owner was so nervous cuz I'm low key. She replaced me for some guy comes in and goes, "I'm here to replace Fred Stoller. He's still low key." And his act, Greg Hahn is pour, pouring beer on his head, flopping on the <laughs> stage like a fish. So she probably I looked know that through, comic. She probably looked through her list of comics who's the most not like Fred to make up for him. Oh, the guy that pours beer on his head and spits at the audience. She had yeah. a makeup for me. Greg Hahn. Oh, was yeah. Greg Hahn. Yeah. yeah.
1: This is what used to happen to me regularly, but that, has this ever happened to you where they replace you in the middle of the week? They flip the middle?
0: Yes. I had a. Yeah, the middle is like singing theme songs from local commercials and dancing to my prerogative. And yes, yeah, it's they'd either replace me shorten my set flip us yes there was a black woman a huge
1: huge relief to be flipped you you know you get paid to sing.
0: there was a black woman called Just June she was bald I know her yes and she would like sing you better be good to me like Tina Turner and run around the stage and her (laughs) applauding so (laughs) here's Fred Stoller hey (laughs) you know you know who I'm talking about just you know I used to love Norm about doing stand up uh, I this like is-
1: when they get and act like that and then the MC like brings you up are you ready for a party <laughs> yeah. like don't say that
0: please <laughs> What I used to love, Norm, is when I'd go on the road with people, and we walk around the mall, and they go, "Where's this middle-aged black bald lady walking around with this nebbishy Jewish guy?" That it never adds up. Like it's like me, Max Alexander, and Uncle Dirty, this uh, this obese uh, uh, guy, and and a middle-aged guy walking around malls. That's what I used to like. Like people going. You know, because it doesn't always look like... Like, you're famous, Felipe, so now if I walk around the mall with you to go, it's stand-ups, but you know what I'm saying? the inco- Did you like that, Felipe, or am I just yeah enjoying something stupid?
3: Yeah, that's the only time you know their comics. You usually see, like, a black dude, a Chinese guy, and a white dude walking together around the, the mall
1: it's, uh, trying okay, to get well, free I was samples. with, I was with uh, Uncle Dirty, who you mentioned before, in uh, the Rochester Yuck Yucks, and Uncle Dirty, for those of your listeners who don't know was a comedian who, when I, you know, this was 20 years ago, he was 60 already or whatever. <laughs> and he uh, would tell stories about Lenny Bruce and, and George Carlin and, and uh, Red Fox and stuff. But you never knew if they were true or, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> He'd repeat stories and, a lot too.
1: And yeah. And you'd go, well, he was back, th- he was with them back there, but maybe he was a guy everyone ignored, you know what I mean? He, <laughs> he, he didn't really know, but. Anyways, he was headlining and I was middling, and he invited me to a room to smoke weed, and I don't smoke weed, so it was just him smoking weed, and we were watching the Tonight Show, and George Carlin was on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, and they were talking about the old days, and you know they're saying all the shit plays that they played, and then out of the blue, George Carlin goes, "You you remember Uncle Dirty?" (laughs) (laughs) And then then like just went out, kept going, and so I got really sad, but Uncle Dirty got really happy. I was sad that we were in this fucking hotel room in Rochester. <laughs>
0: Felipe was yeah. inspired by Stephen Wright and low-key comics. That's his... Right, right, Felipe? Yeah. Tell me when you tried to... St- I, was
1: at the, I was at the comedy store, and, and Charles Fleischer came up to me, and I, I was talking to him, and he said, I got a new, uh, new, new CD, you know? I was like, oh, that's cool. He goes, yeah. You want it? I go, sure. He goes to me. it. It's fifteen dollars.
4: Like,
0: oh, now I'm, I'm reaching. You know, you know when you're
1: embarrassed, the other guy but he should be embarrassed. Like not you.
0: <laughs>
3: Felipe, tell tell him when you met Stephen Wright. What what happened? Oh, I was working at. Um, I was working. I also. Um, I've seen Elaine Boozler at Dodger Stadium. I used to work at uh, Dodger Stadium um, making hot dogs for a uh, long time, and um, I saw Stephen Wright walk in. He was buying a hot dog. And I was on the back. Wait, where is it? Where Dodger is it? Stadium. I used to cook at Dodger oh, Stadium. Oh, okay. I was yeah, a vendor. Yeah. I used to sell souvenirs. I sold programs. Oh, cool. But my last job was making hot dogs. And I saw Stephen Wright walk in, and nobody I was, I was working with knew who the fuck he was. And I was excited. <laughs> Dude, you know who that is? That's Stephen Wright. And then this black guy goes, man, fuck that nappy head motherfucker. Man, I keep working. And then, um, so I said, nobody knows who this guy is. This guy's an Oscar, man. And then, <laughs> I went out, and then I went out and I went out there and I said, Steven Wright, you're my fucking favorite comedian, man. I saw you in a young comedian show with fucking uh, Ronnie Dangerfield. I started doing his bits and then I stuck my hand out to shake his hand and he put oh, he's, he put yeah, his hand he, do he put his hand inside of his hoodie <laughs> and he shook my hand with cloth. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, he'll do it with his elbow. <laughs> That's exactly how I met him. I was walking through a um, you know, a CVS, and uh, the person I was with was like, there's Stephen Wright, Did you love him, or whatever, and I was, we were stuck so close together. I, I said, pleasure to meet you, and the exact same thing happened. And he put his elbow up, and I had to put my elbow up. It was, uh, horrible. It was a horrible,
0: horrible... You know, thing. Howie Mandel's whole entourage does the fist bump thing. He's got an entourage. They all do that shake
1: what the,
0: do you mean he killed him you, you know he, 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 Howie Mandel won't shake your hand so he he, he yeah. smacks your fist together
1: yeah 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 yeah.
0: and all, and was, all his assistants his assistants do that too when you shake their hand like
1: and what about entourage though
0: meaning Howie's entourage oh, oh,
1: oh I didn't Howie's that,
0: team Howie's team
1: oh they all do it too
0: yeah 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 uh,
1: I didn't know Howie had an entourage
0: no, he's got a guy that's been his assistant for 20 years good guy I forgot his name
1: uh, well, he had a great comedian open for him that I really liked. Ludinos, uh, you know Lou
0: Dinos? Yeah, yeah, from from your days. He
1: kills days. me. He kills me.
0: Yes, yes. Well, they play practice. I mean,
1: I see him once in a while. Still doing comedy, and he, to me, it's hilarious. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just
0: these guys that you go, oh, he, that guy would fit perfectly, like
1: in a show, you know, or something.
0: Well, you know, you said that about that guy in your show. Uh, uh, you know, oh, you'd be on a sitcom. But it's not like the old days where guys like Lou Grant would be on a sitcom now, funny character actor looking, them, Norman Fell's. You know, I, I, no, I, I'm right. in the wrong generation. Now you've got to have spiky hair and be good looking and go, dude, you know what I mean? The, what yeah, you yeah, think yeah, of character uh, actors, you know, don't fit into I, why sitcoms. Why is it only
1: David Spade gets to be in Sitcom. But he's a
0: good-looking weird guy. Well, you that's know. true. He is good-looking, yeah. He's yeah. good-looking. Yeah. No, uh, people go, well, you got a great sitcom persona. You should be in one. I go, well, I'm older. And yeah, it's not that era of when they had shows like Bob Newhart with Mr. Oh, Carlin. Yeah, yeah. If Mr. Carlin like, uh, was you doing... Know, an, do you know
1: Alan Melvin?
0: Yes. He was the voice of Barney or something. Um, he was... Uh, he was, was in, he?
1: Oh, that makes
2: sense.
0: Yes. Barney... He was,
1: uh, he was also top Barney hat. Hefner...
0: And, and he was uh, in, uh, all, in all in the family. All that.
1: And he was a, he was a friend of uh, of uh, Dick Van Dyke when they showed him in the Army days, you know. And uh, they, well, he was in Bilko too.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't have guys like Bilko on his show now, like w- not good looking middle aged guys. But they were probably only oh, thirty, yeah, and we thought they were all You know. I
1: mean, Bilko was the perfect show to
3: showcase the uh, Phil Silvers. So it was like
0: perfect. They don't have character actors. Did they said if? Did you think you were gonna get a sitcom after Last Comic Standing, Felipe?
3: No. Why? I just didn't. I when I Norm when I I knew they were gonna hold me back from working because I had a holding deal for NBC for a year. Yeah, and then yeah. I I read for a pilot on Fox and I was a runner up. But when they found out my holding deal, they went for the other guy instead. Oh God.
1: When they found out he had a holding? Oh, because it was a different network.
3: Yeah, a different network. Uh, Who was some of the comics, Todd Glass? But you did, but did you
1: try? Oh, it was the first year?
3: Yeah, the first year. Like As soon as I won last Comic Standing, I had a meeting with Fox like two weeks later.
1: Wait, you won first year?
3: I won them season seven.
1: You came in seventh?
3: No, season <laughs> seven, I won last Comic Standing.
1: Season 7. Oh, okay, okay. why did you say
3: Todd Glass then? Uh, no, was, was he on your show? Your, uh, no, you who, said he was on who show. Who were some of the people you were against? He
1: was on the first
3: year. Yeah, he was on the first year. Who were some was people?
1: When, when
3: Antoine. Antoine. Who were some people you went against, Felipe? Uh, Roy Woods Jr., Mike Kaplan, Tommy Johnigan, and Mike DiStefano. Oh, he died. Yeah, but who, who Mike won? DiStefano, I won. Oh, you won! Yeah, and the next day, my son's mom filed for child support. She became oh. <laughs> the last. She became the last baby mama standing. Are you Can you believe that she saw you on last comic standing and, and she filed for child support? The, yeah, the NBC told me someone filed the next day. That's like a claim. Me, that's like me and Norman the Fantastic Four filing a claim. Your, I'm Johnny Torch. <laughs> that
1: should have been your first uh, pilot
3: of your sitcom. It should have. But they don't do did si- you
1: aggressively try to create a sitcom for yourself
3: Yes, I've had meetings with a- I had a, meetings with ABC like two weeks huh? ago we talked
1: no I, no, I meant when you won like did you agree because they give you the holding deal right?
3: Yes, I had did you
1: one try to aggressively write something
3: Yes, I had one meeting with NBC and that was it. I met the casting director and the lead person there, and that was it.
1: Really, that's odd. you think it would be it would, you think it would be in NBC's interest to have the winner of their talent contest, uh, you know, get a show and surround them with writers and you know. If you surround anybody and any good comic with writers and actors, I think they can have a show as good as. I don't
0: them. like those roast, but Seth MacFarlane did a joke about someone go. He hosts last comic standing, a show that has launched no one. <laughs> because it sounded like American Idol, but you, you got well, I launched.
1: Guess it was, well, it was Felipe was launched, uh, Ralphie May. I no. don't know who were the successes.
0: Well Felipe, you your wife told me you success was putting your special on Netflix and it just yes. exploded.
1: Oh really? Is that what happened?
3: Yes. I I did That's a
1: I, I did I, a special for for um um Showtime Comedy right Central, oh. and uh heard nothing, you know? They don't can't. mention mentioned it to me. And then two years later, people were like, I saw your special... And suddenly everyone saw it, and it was because it was on Netflix. And then as soon as they took it off Netflix, no one mentioned it again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Comedy Central, no one saw it. They, they premiered it at midnight. Or yes.
3: Other, other one-hour specials were at midnight. Now, they used to be at 10 o'clock.
1: Yeah. so I mean, some they have no original shows, and then I... They premiere a, a comedian at, at midnight. It's bizarre. So
0: some people they like they produce this special. Some you say I have one. Could I put it on your network?
1: Did you see uh, the uh, live special by uh, Brian Regan?
0: No, oh, well, it was very good. I, I I didn't even see Jeff Ross in prison yet.
1: I mean, he was so lucky to to get to do it live. You know, they
0: don't do that a lot. You'd be think that wouldn't have been so new, but
1: I remember one time. Um, David Brenner did it from Las Vegas, and the idea was he was going to do all the jokes out of that day's um, USA Today. <laughs> that's a good. That, so that's like, the good test God, of time. How are you going to do this? And then it was all bullshit. You know, <laughs> you know, he'd sort of do a little joke, and then it would lead to a big long bit that had nothing to do with it. And, uh, and then at the end of the special, he he um, he spent fifteen minutes um, proposing to his girl. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God.
1: But that was a live special. I mean, HBO, you know, growing up, I was, you know, you were on the Young Comedian special, and I never got to be on that. And I always wanted to be on a special. That was the big thing, you know. But every time I asked, like, by the time I got to that level, people they would go, well, we got, like, you know, Rich Jenny still has a contract to do six more. And, uh, you know, uh, they'd sign these guys to launch ten special contracts. like uh, Wow. Dennis Miller, Dennis Miller, Rich Jenny. And so they go, we got no no room, you know, but I think it was a lie. And then I thought no comic could ever get big again, you know, like after Kinison. There was a big, long stretch where where no comic got real big.
0: Until like Bill until, Burr.
1: No, I'd say until Chris Rock.
0: Right. And Dave Cook. I'm talking about the last few years. Bill Burr is the last yeah, one. I yeah, yeah. Really well, now it. it's
1: kind of, yeah, now it's a lot, a little, a little bit of a lot, right, because it's, Louie uh, Bill Burr Amy Schumer and Dane cook I mean and they come I mean Bill Burr will last and Louis will last but I mean,
0: you Dan heard Kirk Dane came. Cook was banned from the laugh factory he called oh, yeah. the manager the C word and did some screaming I built I own this club it's such a cliche line <laughs> like from a bad movie I own this club I could take it down you know because I could it's weird that
1: Jamie didn't didn't hold on to him as a manager it seems that's what uh, you know, uh, club owners do.
0: I think he's always been with Barry uh, Katz, from what I know. But oh, uh, never,
1: oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But but, but uh, you know, uh, Jamie would give him like spots every single night. Oh yeah, at factory. Last factory in Dublin. So he'd go down the street to Dublin.
3: <laughs> Dublin on Tuesday nights. Yeah. God. But it was
1: perfect for him because he could jump on tables. and... <laughs> You know those gigs, those gigs where you're dead, except for those kind of guys, you know what I mean?
0: Oh like, my God. You're it's a- standing
1: in the middle of a room with a mic that doesn't work, but if you're Dame Cook, it works to your advantage.
0: <laughs> but Chris D'Elia, isn't he charming? That He does Dublins too, right? You go from one to the other? He's like well, he,
1: Chris D'Elia said, "I will not apologize, because like, he made a joke about some <laughs> some athlete that had died two hours before or something."
0: He, Norm loves brave comedians. Felipe, one you know, Zach, like in, in, fucking in caps on
1: his Twitter. I will not apologize.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you know what my new job <laughs> I will is? Not apologize to the what athlete? Emily of the piece. Nice. Just made some example. <laughs> I, I, my I'm new job is <laughs> Norm. I'm making extra money. I sell tape. Masking. Imagine the
1: person the person finds out about the story about their father's death from a joke on Twitter. <laughs>
0: I want to uh, my new job is selling masking tape to comedians when they put over their mouths for you know when they show they're so far gone <laughs> so comedians <laughs> come to me because could you believe like I love how Wanda Sykes book book's called I Said that you, like,
1: that you mean for the posters
0: yeah because the- <laughs> they need it for the posters they have tape over their mouth because how can you fucking contain them you better tape their mouths are um, to me the most ballsy them. thing is when a comedian gives the finger ever see those pictures they don't give a <laughs> fuck oh they point they're giving the finger how could they like kid rock it's like i love wanda sykes book called i said that you know okay. like i always wanted to be at a bookstore through. Oh my! she didn't say that no she did not <laughs> say that oh my god wait a minute how who could someone please sit her down and you know when they again they're so in love with how brazen they think they are like I fucking say anything. Hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> well,
1: one time I was at the improv and I had, I did, you know, the Melrose improv. Uh-huh. I did a joke. This guy, Dick Sargent, came out of the closet. He was the guy that played the second Darren on Bewitched. Uh huh. So, anyways, he lived in Hollywood. guy was eighty, and he came out of the closet. You know. So I said, "Oh, I, the joke was, I hope it doesn't hurt his career." You know. And uh, so uh, <laughs> Richard Belzer was there, so Richard Belzer comes up. He goes, "That was the hippest joke ever." You know? <laughs> he goes, I can't believe you made a joke about Herb Sargent. Like, oh, Herb Sargent. you know Herb Sargent. A, he's
0: some writer, yeah. He's
1: a writer at SNL, an old man. So I'm like, why would I do a joke about Herb Sargent? He goes, that was the hippest joke I ever heard.
4: I mean, <laughs>
1: and then he was like, he was like uh, sad that it was Dick Sargent. <laughs> Some guy that no one in the fucking room would possibly
0: know of. <laughs> Did you, Felipe, did you see all the evening and the improvs when they used to have it on every night on A&E? So you're supposed to like, when you do your set, you're supposed to hug Bud and he gives you a game like yeah. of, of the improv game, but he only had one and you'd have to give it back. <laughs> So yeah, the, it was an
1: evening at the improv board
0: game. <laughs> 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 and he makes it like you're getting a game. So then speaking of that well, the late Drake
3: Say there said. The uh, board game, the improv? Yes. You I landed you here, you got game. bumped. I
1: mean, that board game must go, it must say, like, you know, you you, you just hit uh, Charles Fleischer, moved back three or something, right?
3: <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> you just got bumped by Dane Cook. Go start your career. But I remember... Who, tra-
1: the, who is the guys that, when I started The Laugh Factory, I was stunned because I was like, oh, these will be... I thought it when I went got to L.A., it would be the greatest comics in the world. You know, that I'd never get on stage because it would be Robin Williams and Gary Shandling. You know, I didn't know. And instead, it turns out, like, it's... You know, it's just like a club in Ohio, like they have their favorite comics that they put on all the time, you know? And at the at the time, at the Improv, it was Scott, I mean, at the Laugh Factory, Scott LaRose and this black kid, I can't remember his name.
0: James Stevenson? Uh, I got
1: Who? a... No. I know that guy, James Stevenson.
0: I got a Scott LaRose story. He, the, there used to be a blockbuster right by the Laugh Factory, and... Each parking spot said Kevin Costner, Mel Gibson, Julia Roberts, and one said Scott LaRose. You know, like, they like stars, you know, reserve parking. Yeah. There's was all these, you know, Al Pacino and Scott LaRose. And the manager said, yeah, he made a big stink. Like, why don't you put in my... So he fought to have his, you know, an, <laughs> like a parking spot at Blockbuster along with the other people.
1: And who was the other guy that was... Uh, um, he wrote a book and he wrote for Dennis Miller...
0: Mike Dugan. Uh, uh, Yes, yes, Mike Dugan. Mike Dugan, Dugan, this is a guy that he used to go, I want, you know, I want to be a comedian because I want to be like a philosopher. That's why I love it. You're like a philosopher. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so one time he goes to me, hey, Fred, you know, I'm big in England. I go to England now. I go, okay, that's good. <coughs> Excuse me. Then I bump into him in the street. I go, hey, Mike, I hear you're really big in England. He goes, really? Is that people been saying that? I go, I'm just kidding. He goes, no. Are they talking about me at the improv? <coughs> are they saying that? And uh, I go, no, I, I'm just just saying what you said. Come on. No, aren't is someone saying that? that he's. <laughs> You know, these people that go to England, Felipe, and they they become superstars like Rich Hall. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they like like oh, yeah, England, like royalty. The, the comics
1: suck so much. And then I think the American comics come. I mean, they love all the comics that hate America. So if you go there, going like fuck Bush, you know, <laughs> and a stupid fucking America trying to invade Iraq, you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> That's like a good Bush. joke. Yeah, they love that.
0: That's a good show. <laughs> there's a guy. I'm not making fun of. He's Christian, but there's a guy called Brad Stein, right? And he yeah. and you got to see clips because he he's like Dennis Leary, but there's no jokes. Yeah, I'm a fucking Christian and conservative. Oh, I'm fucking saying that, and they applaud. But there's no jokes. He's like pacing and uh, uh, what is that? Brad Stein. Look him up on YouTube because you he's j-
1: Christian Monahan or.
0: Christian Monahan, okay. no, uh, that might not be his name. Brad Stein. I'll tell you what happened. When I was in, uh, I did one of those. What's it called? Uh, NACA, where you uh, you do your act. And I bombed in uh, Nebraska. That's where I did it. Uh,
1: These are the gigs you do to get other gigs? Yeah, the
0: college gigs. So the next day I'm sitting in a booth like uh, Lucy, you know, and the psychiatrist and Charlie Brown, (laughs) and no one is coming up to me. I bombed the night before, and now all day I'm sitting there not getting one job, and and Brad Stein had a post. He's high energy, he's animated, he's crazy. It's something I would make up fooling around, but so, yeah, i got to send you links to this guy.
1: But wait, why doesn't he... um you know, because I've always thought this sort of cynically that if you just uh, said you were a Christian, you could play, you know, giant. You could open for Joel Osteen and stuff, you know.
0: It's a big Christian comedy circuit, right, uh-
1: is that right? oh,
0: yes, yeah. there is. Oh, they do really well. But this guy, again, a lot of material. It wouldn't
1: be that hard to be the best one.
0: But this guy doesn't are. have material. Like I said, he just like Dennis Lear screaming, Are hey, you fucking I don't I, that's right, I'm a conservative and a Christian. I say that and they applaud. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's his joke. Um I'll send you the links. But um
1: Well, yeah, well, I mean the ones that become, you know, activists or uh you know, I heard Johnny Carson say, like, the most dangerous thing, I guess uh, Mike Dugan didn't hear this, but the most dangerous thing is when a comedian becomes a philosopher. Uh, yeah, but and I thought, wow, even back then, like, he knew that, you
0: know? Well, Norm said he got into stand-up to change people's minds, to uh, <laughs> did he just, To uh, put shine a truth on things.
1: Yeah, sure, to... Uh, <laughs> To, uh, to uh, go after the power People
0: think you know we could change things. They did a documentary about Scientology. This is going to shut down Scientology. No, it's not. No, people are going to wait a minute. This is an HBO documentary. I'm leaving. <laughs> you know these things don't change things like people think it does. I don't no. know.
1: But, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, especially, like, unchangeable things, like the things that Hicks would go after, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, you saw the thing, and when like people...
1: big oil, you're like, well, everybody <laughs> fucking knows they're evil, like, you have to <laughs> scream at it, and I fucking, you know, what am I supposed to do about it? I'm just a, a guy with
0: a lady at a fucking comedy club <laughs> fucking idiots well I like when people on Facebook go let's go Dodgers like like the guy's gonna read the, hey man look what they said come on let's
3: do better like they're gonna read Jerry Menelmix's uh, Facebook a lot of people like a lot of Latinos on my page they tell me I heard I've noticed you haven't said shit about Donald Trump Felipe <laughs> like, what, uh, am sure <laughs> what am Funny. I supposed to say about him? What am I supposed to say about him? Well, yeah, yeah, you're going to like changed
0: yeah, people's minds. Like I was going vote. Oh, v- vote I can not even
3: vote. You should you should fucking talk about that. I was
1: going to vote what what for I, mean?
0: I was going to vote for Trump, but then someone put a thing on Facebook and now I'm not. I was for, <laughs> I was again I was for guns, but someone put a thing about one of those anti-gun videos and now I I see. Yeah, no one changes I mean, lines.
1: to me, like, when you said, like, jokingly, that Trump was a gift for comics, Yeah, like, I see it sort of as the opposite. Like, it's so, it's such a big punching bag that it's impossible to think, that, you know. It's so ridiculous in the first place. He's so funny, you know, and what he says right. that, how do you make it funnier? Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: Mike, is this okay we went so long? No, we're good. Keep going. Okay, okay. Well, anything want well, to plug. You know, you know what I mean by
1: that? Like, it would be very hard to craft a joke about Donald well, what's, Trump. What's, what's, it's like when... Like an idiot that doesn't understand that well, uh, Trump already is like a cartoon.
0: What's when they did a roast for Charlie Sheen or, uh, you know, or Flavor Flav? They're ready, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah It's exactly, like, like, wow, like we're yeah. going after these guys.
1: Yeah, how do you roast uh,
0: f- flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know what I noticed about your roast, uh, Norm? Um, no, you were on uh, Bob Saget's roast, and then yeah. then I like when Clarice Leachman gets up, and she goes, Norm, I don't know who you are, and I wanted to, well, I couldn't scream it out because I'm in home, but she did a guest spot on the Norm show, and she's doing jokes <laughs> like, I have no idea who this Norm guy is. She didn't remember. Uh, that's right,
1: she was on the Norm show. But she was sort of like, uh, when she was on that show, sort of crazy. And then when she did the work, like, all of a sudden, like, perfect, you know. And uh, before the roast, I talked to her, and she didn't remember me. But she was sort of crazy again. Like, she's just, like, wildly manic, like, before a performance. And then she she does it, like, perfectly, you know.
0: I played... She, she was
1: going to do... Uh, she wanted to do the producers. Uh, not the producers, but Young Frankenstein, because... Uh, uh, what's his name? Mel Brooks was going to do Young, Fr- or I guess Mel Brooks did Young Frankenstein Off-Broadway. And she wanted to be in it. And she he, she, he said she was too old, so she went on Dancing with the Stars.
0: To prove him wrong, sure.
1: And she was incredible, you know?
0: I'm going to go on still- Dancing with the Stars to prove Don Herrera wrong. Oh, that'd be <laughs> <pretty cool>. <laughs> <laughs> that I could be on his podcast. That would oh, be hilarious. <laughs> just, yeah. just with the, uh, oh my. I mean,
1: you should either do that show um, or, they don't, uh, my, they don't want me on that. Or, or, um, uh, a Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, you know, yes. I wanted Gilbert to be on it longer, but I realized that, that, that the big because uh, I really like that show, Celebrity Apprentice. Why? Because I liked um, uh, uh, Lou Ferrigno because he said first of all he said he has a crazy voice because he's deaf and he hated Lisa Lampanelli. So I <laughs> like get in the boardroom and go. If I tell you this right now, Mr Trump, if if she was a man I would throw her through the door right now and her in the face, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So then uh, he gets, f- and then every episode, like his only idea is like, what if I went on the street and did some flexing, you know, because that's all he's knows. He he's trying to do his best.
0: I like how well-behaved Penn Jillette was. Yes, Mr. Trump. And he's been oh, so yeah, nice. He then, then, then he writes books about fired, what an asshole he is. Lou
1: Ferrigno, you know, they said, you know, he said, Lou, you're a great guy, but I got to tell you. You're fired. <laughs> he goes, take it
0: back, Mr. Trump. <laughs> 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 no matter, but all it problem, is with the celebrity is who they know that could donate the most money. Well,
1: that's the problem. It's so stupid. That's big hole in the show is that I couldn't get any fucking money. Nobody. You, I couldn't think of one person. If you went Sam
0: money. Simon was alive, you would have called him. Yeah, he would have
1: done it just to be on. Uh, yes, yes,
0: to, uh, but yes, that's the to do. Yeah, it's just. Uh, yeah, I like when Gilbert was on it because. He,
1: but then just, obviously, like uh, Joan Rivers, could you know knows a million millionaires, you
0: know. Yeah, that that's why you'd be. Uh, Good for being the apprentice. No, I. I
1: any Duke, any Duke, you know, a <laughs> poker player. You know, she, so she knows which poker player.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love shows where, like, celebrities are on. Yeah, like, celebrities. But who
1: would Gilbert phone? I mean.
0: Maybe, uh. Larry David? No, he. Howard Stern? I don't know. So what? All right. Rap- maybe Howard Stern, yeah. Maybe. So what's this thing? Why is. Artie and not uh, and Gilbert not on Howard Stern now he's more PC did you hear something then how he's uh, already said something and like uh, I I don't have satellite but I heard heard something about that yeah I heard something that all of a sudden that Stern is more PC. but
1: Stern never had Artie on after
0: right uh, or or Gilbert, I thought, either. And then, then Artie made a statement on the show. He had Stuttering John on his show. This is something you would have got a kick out of, because Ron Zimmerman said... Stuttering oh, John was on... Starting, yeah, Stuttering John had a podcast... And he and I, I didn't want to do it. And so Darren Carter does it. And and his thing is, hey, you you like anal? Like you know, it's like uh, oh. you, you ever do anal sex? Uh, like anal? Yeah, like like stuttering John. Yeah, it's, uh, I love shows with cele- I like I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here! Or it's always someone like some rapper's mother on it on Celebrity Rehab or. You know. oh,
1: wait, so what statement did Artie make?
0: Uh, when when uh, I guess when a story John was on and uh, he made they made some statement. Yeah, I heard Howard's more uh, PC or something. So, but then Artie felt so bad and you know just but something. Then Howard was the big man saying.
1: Well, I uh, mean, I think our, I think Howard. When I listen to him now, it seems like he's a completely different show and.
0: That's what I hear. I don't have satellite. He's the
1: better it's just he does. These, he's become like the best interviewer of all time, and so he does these long form interviews with like Bill Murray and you know giant stars, and they're like riveting. You know?
0: So he doesn't do the kind of Gilbert kind of stuff anymore. And he
1: likes everybody. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't trash anybody either. And yeah, I don't. I don't hear him with any other. I don't hear any other comedian on the show. Just you know Benji and guys that work there.
0: Right, right.
1: So it's probably not. Bad. How could you have bad feelings against Gilbert? You know.
0: Well, Norm's favorite is Opie and Anthony. He just. <laughs> I love how these. Yeah, you know, I, I you know. One com-
1: time, and uh, during dirty work, uh, Artie and I were like traveling. But well, this was before it was on Howard's Stern. But we were. That was their idea uh, of how to. Um, um, advertised the movie was for me to already do stand-up. I'm like, what, that's it? Like, (laughs) no TV ads or anything? They go, no, just you go around the country, (laughs) grassroots. So we, anyways, we go to one club and we go to the radio show and the ladies, before we go on, she's like, Norm, I know you're you're on Howard Stern, you're a big fan of Howard Stern. We go, oh yeah, I love Howard Stern, he's the best. Because you'll love these two guys. (laughs) They're jerking off right now. (laughs) We go, what? You can look if you want to. go, no, you know, so we just take off. Opie and
0: Anthony were jerking off? No,
1: it wasn't Opie and Anthony. It was just these two idiots in the Midwest that thought they understood (laughs) what Stern did. They're even crazier than Stern, you know? It was like your story about the guy that you told me on on, uh, that you texted me about the guy at, uh, where was it? Not Flappers, but uh, where everybody was doing crazy, dirty stuff.
0: What did I... I forgot what I said.
1: And then the last guy.
0: Oh, no. It's someone, there's a thing at UCB called the Dirty Show, the Midnight Show. It's just fucking crazy. And one guy took a shit on stage. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. A
1: lot of that, people tell you like that. You would want to go to it. Like, remember there was a guy... Uh, I mean, I guess he still does this, but the Reverend Bob Levy, and they go, he gets, he gets a girl up and he eats, he eats her ass out.
0: with <laughs> cream. You
1: ever hear that? No. You ever heard that? No. Oh yeah, because but that was like a big tour, you know, because he's famous from Stern
3: Neil Hammer. You know, and,
1: and he travels even with like guys like big guys like Colin Quinn or Jim Norton. But yeah, that's his act. So Stern end. used you to have follow, more guys like. How do you
3: like follow the, that?
0: Stern has more. Exactly. Used to have more guys like that, but now it's these long interviews. Actually. it's
1: funny how do you follow that? Because one time when I was at the Montreal Comedy Festival, they have guys from all over, so. Uh, you know, they do a gala. They did, at this time, one gala on Saturday. And so during the week, the comedians are trying to get noticed. And so Tim Allen was there. It was right before he broke and stuff. And so he was at the Club Soda, which is a place in Montreal. And the guy before him uh, took his pants off, and he had giant uh, balls. like get <laughs> them disease? And then he shoved a rocket up his asshole like shot a rocket out of his asshole Mm -hmm. so the whole place is just fucking like it's just a huge murmur through not murmur like bedlam through the room (laughs) and uh, then the interview Tim Allen nobody even hears a bit you know Tim Allen goes out but he's depressed and trying to get through this you know and so uh <laughs> the next day, everybody's talking about it. You know, oh, fuck, it's so funny, you know. Everybody that's saw to Tim, Tim Allen, like, razzes him about it and shit. And Tim Allen's like, I was going to gala, and he's depressed because his last show was so bad. And so then uh, Bob Newhart is the host of the gala. But Bob Newhart had just flown in and just drove to the gala. We so knew nothing of this story, you know. And then the first thing, Bob Newhart comes in to... to rehearse and Tim Allen walks up to him and he goes, oh, hi, uh, Mr. Newhart's a a big honor. And He goes, oh, hi. He goes, I'm Tim Allen. Yeah, I'll be blowing a rocket out of my (laughs) asshole. And and Newhart stares at him. (laughs) And then (laughs) he walks away and they go, you fucking idiot, Tim
0: Allen.
1: (laughs) Newhart doesn't know nothing about it. (laughs) He had to run to Newhart's dressing room and explain all that.
0: (laughs) He on computer, well. <laughs> Dude,
1: that's Wayne Carter. Yeah, you know.
0: Someone told me some things Jamie from the Laugh Factory says because he goes, he goes, "I heard that word of mouse," and uh, you put me between a rock and a fireplace. Hey, what? A what? A rock and a fireplace. That's <laughs> what.
1: He He's like. Yeah, I, asked him, I asked him where Wayne Carter was, and he said he was on the
0: computer. He on computer now. What's Wayne Carter doing? <laughs> Norm had a big rivalry. This guy, when Norm was on Saturday Night Live, this guy Wayne no, Carter was.
1: was <laughs> I was there I, I was flying. To, I used to go to the Laugh Factory, and Wayne Carter would always snub me. Uh, even he hosted Comic Strip Live, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't trying to go talk to him. He would just approach me and then snub me. <laughs> like, but I wasn't putting my hand out to shake it or anything. So, uh, anyways, one time we're on an airplane, and he's in the he's there. And so I say to him, the day before, this was not when I was on the show, but the Saturday before was the Saturday when Chris Farley did the Chippendale sketch, you know, with Patrick Swayze, which was like the best thing on Saturday Night Live in years. You know, it was, he was, you must have seen that, Philippe. Sure,
0: yeah, I saw I was, it with Patrick Swayze. Man.
1: So it's like it's instant classic, and there's nothing is funny on Saturday Night Live for years and everything. So everybody's talking about it. So I say to Wayne Cotter, <laughs> did you see uh, Chris Farley, like, on uh, snl it's, it's the funniest thing i ever saw and he just gets up and goes to the bathroom and then his wife says to me that's his competition
4: because
1: <laughs> 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 he was amnestying what uh, <laughs> comic strip live where he just brought comics um <laughs> <up. laughs>
0: oh, remember
1: they do s- sketches
0: yes yes <laughs> they do not not the head
1: one who that
0: show it was a guy that produced. Everything. Yes, Joe DeVola or Avola. Yeah, Street Live. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, seen a Baker. No, they had uh they had some guy. Uh, Joe DeVola or Avello. Yeah, that. Yeah, that was. Yeah, was one of those
1: two.
3: Joe DeVola from Seinfeld. Yeah. From no, what? no, they from used what? this name on Seinfeld. Oh, Joe DeVola. at Oh that. yes, they use that's
1: where the guy's name. Right,
0: right. So is the Norm show ever going to come on to Laugh TV? They got all these uh, things.
1: I've never heard... What is Laugh
0: TV? It's a new digital station where they got oh. Drew Carey and Spin City. Oh, I'd uh, like
1: to see that. Does it have, like, good ones
0: that- I I, yeah. I got rid of cable to save money, and they got all these great digital channels with, like, noir movies and tattletales. Oh, where do I get
1: noir movies? I, I mean, I always thought there should be a channel for those. They have it on it's digital. My
0: favorite movies. I, they're not every, anywhere. Oh, I love noir. Yeah, I love this Elijah Cook Jr. They don't have people like... if the, You know who Elijah Cook Jr. is? He, of course. If they had a guy like him now, he'd be like... They'd say he should have his own movie. Back then, you had guys that were just character actors. Yeah. Now, a guy like Paul yeah, yeah. Giamatti yeah. or Phil, the late no. Philip Seymour Hoffman, they would go, he's got to have his own movie. Right. Uh, yeah, all of them. Yeah. But they used Elijah, to have... Guy- yeah. Elijah, he was he
1: was great. He was I, always like the second guy, Banana.
0: Guy, you man. gave me the Orson Welles movie, I forgot which one. Uh, and I, I forgot what it's called. Uh, not, uh, not,
1: uh,
0: not... East uh, of Eden? A, a Touch I, of
1: Evil. A yes. Touch yeah. of Evil?
0: Not the one where they go to Mexico, the one where... Oh, uh, oh that's A Touch of Evil. The one with which the one? the mirrors or something. The, uh, oh, oh, Third Man. Yeah. No... uh yeah, that
1: was... Great. With Joseph Cotton.
0: Yes, 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 yes. No, yeah, big, yeah. big noir guy. Well, um...
1: Well, the is, best noir movie ever is uh
0: Sunset uh, Boulevard,
1: Asphalt Dungle, I think.
0: Sterling Hayden Hayden. Yeah, Sterling
1: Hayden. Oh
0: god. He was
1: all, all great character actors in that one. Sterling there Yeah. Was another great noir character actor was Robert Ryan who was yes. kind of in other movies too. Well,
0: I got introduced to those guys in The Dirty Dozen first. I didn't know they had careers before oh, yeah, that. Right, right? Robert Mitchum is my favorite coolest guy. Yeah,
1: ever. sometimes you'll see a huge star pop up in one like Robert Mitchum and the one with Kirk Douglas. You know, um, I got I'm, so into New York. the past or,
0: I get Asphalt what,
1: Jungle... What is this on our channel, though? I want to watch this.
0: It's on digital. I'll, I'll, I'll find it, but uh, it's uh, all noir. Cool. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. It's one of those digital channels. What, but
1: I uh, mean on YouTube, or...?
0: Yeah, oh, real cool. It's on, like, uh, Apple TV, um... But, oh it's on Roku? You know you know Tom Kenny who's who loves noirs. We go to a place he's obsessed with uh Dragnet with uh Jack Webb. So we go to this oh, bar. That's a great show. We go. I love Dragnet. I I I love how um you know
1: everybody just reads off cards. Yes,
0: like. but I love the even yeah, the they interiors. They just fast. stand so there. No yes. Pausing.
1: There's the, no pauses.
0: I love Dragnet and he, uh, Tom Kenny loves this uh, there's a bar in Wilshire, uh the Admiralty where the drag, uh, Jack Webb had his own table, and Sorry, really? uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I love noirs. I want to start getting into Murder She Wrote because I heard the old noir guys were there late in life. <laughs> you know, I want to see. Oh, that makes know. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she used that's, all those that's what's people. That's
1: about watching those shows like Matlock or Murder She yes. Wrote because of all the old stars like Claude Akins will show up or something like that. You
0: know, or uh, yeah, Fred McMurray. I knew him growing up. My three sons. I didn't know he was a bad guy in some of these noirs. Oh, well,
1: that's another incredible noir movie.
0: Oh yeah, um, um, whatever that's called. Yeah, whatever that's called. Double indemnity. Double indemnity. yeah. Oh man, we got a Felipe. Are you into noirs. Maybe that's the
1: be- that's probably the best one ever.
3: Casablanca, that's a noir, sure. So, sort of,
0: yeah,
1: uh, yeah. I guess. Is
3: it is like one. characters, actors there, the guy with the bulgy bo- eyes. Oh, I
0: love that heavy guy. Who's that British guy? Green Street or? Um...
1: Oh, Sydney Green
0: Street. Did you ever see?
1: But, like, <laughs> even even. Uh, uh, like, the sex symbols back then, I don't think, would make it now, like Humphrey Bogart. Oh, no, the no woman way. from,
0: uh, that, what's her name, from uh, uh, Dublin, Indemnity, yeah. Um, went, like uh, if went, Humphrey Bogart wouldn't now,
1: he'd just be playing a, an ugly
0: guy. He'd be like Gregory Sierra from Barney Miller. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Not even Steve Buscemi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'd be like or an Br- ugly guy playing a, yeah. I love that, I love movies about old Hollywood. What was the thing, um, the naked face, no, no, something with Bogart... Oh, I can't think of the name, but he he was a, a screenwriter. I love stuff about old Hollywood, and those noirs. The Maltese Falcon. No, but there was another one, yeah. Um, Treasure of Sierra Madre. The
1: Harder They Fall. The
0: no, no, I can't think of it, but uh, I love... Uh, All that stuff. Well, this was uh, entertaining. Amber didn't get it, but... uh, Amber took off. (laughs) Amber (laughs) took off. I think
3: she's mad. I hope she's not. But I
1: look forward to meeting Felipe in real life.
3: Felipe's uh, great. I look forward to meeting you, too. My wife's a big fan of you. It's uh, Uh, Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) My wife and I are big fans. I used, to, I used to like your sports show. I remember it was funny, man, when you used to do the little video, the little pictures when you had your sports I show. And then I you just were ta- imagine
1: Felipe like fucking quickly googling me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nah, and then you had uh, you had uh, that guy from Rocky there. And then you were talking about some boxer. And then you said like the great Mickey said, "Women weaken legs." <laughs> That's right. Bro. No, he Felipe's right, a big fan. Yeah. Of and he used to end the show with, O.J. did it. <laughs> <laughs> really? I forgot about News that. News up that he used to end it with, O.J. killed him. <laughs>
0: Well, you don't know, not All right. One last thing. Let me, th- in a sick way, you almost feel, so- not feel sorry for OJ, but it's so obvious if he didn't have this other thing, what he, no, I, what I happened, be in prison what that what that he thing. did what, should be nine years, you know, 30 years <laughs> armed robbery, but it's yeah, like, I'm yeah, glad he's mean, in prison. Should be, to do that, but but he, he obviously prison killed the person first person. two, but anyone else, if they did that, they go, like, all right, community service, you're a schmuck, you know, yeah, you came yeah. in, you know. But,
1: no, I, I don't think he should be in jail for that long. Run. For this like, thing. You, you, can't, you can't charge it. You can't put a guy in jail for something you think he did before, right?
0: But it seems like they did that with they this did, thing. They did. Absolutely did that, yeah. Yeah, he's like, uh, all right, let's go in and get my memorabilia. <laughs> but it's yeah. still stupid. I mean, it's that's still like st-
1: a, probably a dumb thing, but maybe it was in the right. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, let's, let's get some of that. Uh, what's that called? Roku money? What's that thing? Um sound exchange. <laughs> oh, sound exchange! You probably no—he's probably got th- at least thirty. Gary Goldman did it, and from one of his CDs, got thirty thousand alone. They played them on talk,
3: satellite all the time. I always uh, talk comedians, whether they're famous or not. If you're, if you have a comedy album, it's being played somewhere. Somebody's playing it. It's part of like there's a lot of Latino comedians, and every Cinco de Mayo, every every sing, every May, they put a bunch of Latino um, comedians uh, yeah, yeah. together. And I told him, get your money, man.
0: Oh, how about one thing? Before we go, I got a voicemail from my mother. Should I play it? Yeah.
3: Let's see what she has to say. She said, get on sound exchange, Fred. I, uh,
0: let's see. Where is it? I haven't called in a week. Oh, two of them for her. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Two of them. So she's nervous unless
3: something happened.
1: Oh, gosh. That's frightening.
3: Just <clears throat> you plug it into the, this way right here, yeah. Fred? Fred, plug it in. Oh, so
0: we...
1: Can you screen this in case...
3: You're right. Okay, she says that Norm Macdonald asshole you told me
0: about.
1: Well, no, just in case it's a
0: personal thing. I'll stop it if it's personal.
2: Uh, Hi, Freddie. How's everything? Give me a call when you can. Bye.
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Wow! Oh no, terrible. let's let's see what the other one is. I just called <laughs> oh, earlier, Freddie. <laughs> I um. All right, two thousand alone just for the, uh, and probably more for the uh, Fantastic Four bit. So things you're on other people. So thank you, Norm, so much. Thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. I would like to come into the studio. Uh,
0: we'd love that, love it. And you know who we, you know who comes here? He gives out free pot samples. The guy who runs Speed re- Weed. Well, I,
1: I don't smoke weed. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Even though
1: uh, Doug Benson said I did
0: on the. Uh, we would love the, you. Uh, Let's set something up to come in.
1: Like I always said, I would never do. I know you did Doug Benson, but I go, it's kind of weird. Like,
0: Well, what happened with me is. I mean,
1: it's all right with you because you're a working guy, but when commu- people are just starting out in the business, you know, and they want to smoke weed on. Uh,
0: well, what happened. With me is like I'm stoned out of my mind laughing and he's rolling his eyes go we have uh, prepared segments here Mr. Interrupter and it's like <laughs> but I'm stoned and I'm an asshole for like laughing at a contract how'd you get a word in with him though I was annoying. I talked too much, oh. but but yeah, he would interrupt. But he would like just go. Fred here is inter not part of the Fred. program. And I'm thinking that's uh, I that's, just- that's like if I have a podcast where we we roll, we spin around and get you know we have to spin round and round and I'm mad that they're dizzy, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah,
1: no, he's on the podcast. He said, Some guys won't go on the come on the show. I guess they. They don't want people to know they smoke weed. Like Norm MacDonald smokes weed, weed with me all the time. I'm like, what the fuck? First of all, if I didn't want anyone to know, why are you saying it? <laughs> uh, secondly, I've only met you once, well, Janine Garavlo, 30 years ago. But uh, well, it's funny because I watched his. I thought I watched his super high me, you know. And I thought, well, this, you know, because he does smokes weed every day for a year or something, and I thought, well, this guy will really be able to handle his weed. Wrong. He's like a misadvertisement for weed. You know what I mean? Like his whole face becomes
0: a weird mask. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he kind of a lazy <laughs> guy. So,
1: what was that? I didn't hear you. G- 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 you g- I
0: got I got a clip of the guy <laughs> Norm wanted to plug. Brian Kellern. Right, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this Good. is the
1: guy, the Christian. <laughs>
0: All right, I'll, we'll, we'll we'll plug Mark Kellen, and and this will okay. go up. And uh, all right, no. Oh, I got a clip. Yeah, we'll put up clips. And no, on the website. And I'll send you the guy that uh, screams he's Christian, conservative, and fuck you if you don't like it. <laughs> bit, I think i get. Felipe, thank you for hanging I mean, out. Even,
1: even amongst Christians, um, it's very embarrassing to talk about uh, Christianity. You know what I mean? Well, he's showing how ballsy he is. I grew up in a Christian family. I mean, it was never, ever mentioned. You'd go on Sunday. You'd meet your neighbors. You'd come home. If anyone ever, like, said the word Jesus Christ, it would just be the most embarrassing fucking thing ever. You know what I mean? But let alone a guy talking about it on stage.
0: Now, whenever I watch Bill Maher, I watch it picturing you watching it and getting annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> they had a contest when you could win and meet Bill Maher. Like who would who? You could be a fan and like what he says, but who'd <laughs> go? This is a guy I want to meet. <laughs> Let's hang out with. That was the prize you get to hang out with Bill Maher. All right. I, be,
1: when I had my sitcom, they had win a date with Norm. You
0: know?
1: <laughs> and uh, uh, this was Bruce Alford's idea. You know, just any idea that would try to you know he would convince me that this would keep the show on
0: tell me when the one so, where people pissing and you're talking to them, to them when they it. piss oh my
1: god yeah i had to yeah
0: you had to talk, yeah, Felipe, you had to, talk to people the, in urinals the
1: head writer of my show we we're going to upfronts, and he's like i got an idea and i'm like what is it he goes when people are pissing in the urinal your voice comes on making jokes i'm like oh my god what <laughs> I'm the urinal. People are pissing on me. Yeah. He's like, we record you say, Hey, stop pissing on me. Like,
4: I get <laughs> <There you go. laughs>
1: so I did it. It was so fucking humiliating. And, uh, and then it was, there was a win a date with Norm. So I'm like, Oh, fuck. What if it's a psycho? Who else would want to date with me? You know? <laughs> not like I'm a uh, sex symbol or something. So, uh, you know, I, I said, I'll just pick a married woman, you know, that way she won't be a psycho. And then I pick her and then she shows up and she, uh, she just got divorced. and uh, so my date is a bowling alley you know we go bowling and it's me the entire cast and crew of the show to protect me and then this woman and then uh her brother who was like this sulking kind of guy dangerous looking character and uh he he even he sidled up to me halfway through he goes i thought i'd fucking hate you but you're all right (laughs) (laughs) so i realized i was like avoided getting knifed by her younger brother. And then she kept going, uh, she, was, she turned out she was psycho, and she kept going, when's Chris Isaac showing up? And we were like, what? <laughs> and she, so she had a delusion that Chris Isaac was actually coming.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she wanted a date with so she would not been fed well at all.
0: <laughs> well, you know, no, would you want to do one of those when we act out a noir scene? Did you see the one I did with Fred Willard and David Koechner?
1: No, but those I are sent, great actors.
0: I sent you that noir. I'll send it again. We did like a, like a noir kind of thing, and uh, I'll send it to you uh, where I'm yeah, in the mob, yeah. and yeah, maybe you'll do it. one of them.
1: That'd be, that'd be fun to do that. Well,
0: that, man, man, thank you, Felipe. Is it okay that Norm took over, sort of? and Yeah.
2: What? <laughs> I didn't take over. <laughs> he did take anymore. over?
0: He was a guest, too. Oh, uh, man, Felipe is the greatest guy. <laughs> yeah, well, it was. Actually, know. I turned down a job for Felipe. I think I was supposed to open for you in uh, Austin, but then oh, it got no. canceled, but it's okay.
1: Uh, well, I have another gig if you want. Yeah, I'll, I'd love in it. Love it. Las Vegas, Nevada. Sure.
0: Nice. Close, I, you know. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, please. All right, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much, Norm.
3: Thanks. Good meeting you, Norm. Well, that was the longest one we did. Do we have to edit this? We have, we have also meeting? the other comedian, Asberger <laughs> on. Did he leave? That was the crazy longest one. But it, that's <laughs>
0: great Norm stuff, huh,
3: Mike? Yeah. That's yeah, amazing, right? right? burger, hey. I always knew his favorite comedian was that guy, Hamburger, mm. from Def Jam. Yeah, yeah. Hamburger. Oh, well, Felipe, thanks for being a good sport. A for having, can I mention my longs. gigs? Are you going to yeah, air yeah, this I, Friday or next Friday? Uh, next Friday. What's up, fool? If you're listening to me right now, Felipe Esparza. I also have a web, uh, podcast. It's called What's Up, Fool? And a web series that Fred's been on also. So, hey, Felipe,
0: thank you for this. Thank you for everything. I got the podcast because of you. You're a great guy. Uh, I'm going to run to the bathroom. Me too. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll catch up. <laughs> uh, and if any of you still listening, please subscribe. Please rate it. Please, um, what else do I have to do? Rate and review on iTunes. Rate and review. Rate on and review. You know, tell everyone, and this is the one with Norm and, uh, and Felipe and Amber. And thank you so much. Yeah, man. All Things Comedy by the Birch. Thank you, Mike. That was crazy,
3: huh? That was crazy. Let's run to the bathroom. Let's go. What's up, food? This is Felipe Esparza on the What's Up Fool podcast. Check out my new web series I created for All Things Comedy. It's called The Shop. It starts Monday, October 5th. It's about two guys who work at a marijuana dispensary. New episodes come out every Monday at noon Pacific time. Watch at youtube.com slash ATC.